0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: The year is
2: 2017. I went to brunch with God. freaky Shantous, queen of pop, mookbang legend, Trisha Paytas, on my birthday this year. Thank you, Daniel, for arranging that.
1: Wow. Yeah. What'd you guys do?
2: had... Brunch. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yeah. Good story. The the concept of brunch is you have brunch. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Freaky was released this year. And from then on, I have forced anywhere possible to play it. That's true. You really have. And I've been successful. You have. And it's actually about people who are like, think I'm a joke with my music tastes. You're true. But... (laughs) Freaky is a fucking bob.
1: And later on, you would be involved in her career. Oh, that's true. You, yes. In 2018. So modest. Yeah. You uh, contributed, and it's related to this podcast, in fact. It is. Wow. Yeah. We'll have to get to it in 2018. <laughs> <See> <laughs> You'll you have then. to wait and
2: see. See you then.
1: See you then. Um. Catherine Elizabeth Hudson released her purposeful pop album, Witness, which she's apparently very proud of writing since she decided to shade Britney by posting that interview on her Instagram. Can't say I was a witness
2: to that <laughs> album, but is that the one with, um, make it like your birthday
1: nope. every... Oh. Nope. That's Prism. Oh. This one is Change the Rhythm and Bone Apple Tea with... The problematic Migos. Oh, and Swish Swish. When she's dabbing on the buffet with Migos on SNL. It's... There were choices. You know,
2: um, I'll give her credit. That video for Chain to the Rhythm was... Oh, right. ...fantastic.
1: That's about all the credit I'm giving her this week. Oh, well... (laughs) As you'll notice on my Instagram, I really snapped again again with uh, one tweet that I honestly did not think was going to be read aloud by Portia of Real Housewives of Atlanta and to but you know.
3: It's ignorant to say that Britney Spears has never made a decision about her own career down to the baby video being her own idea after shooting down that corny original concept. Please stop feeding into this bull****.
0: Narrative. Oh, right, no, her right. fans were so gangsta. Okay. <laughs> okay? Yeah, okay. the musketeers grew up. Okay.
1: Life throws you curveballs, and sometimes you, um... Swing. Swing, and, and... Sometimes you miss. Sometimes you miss, but I really hit a home run because they called me gangster and said that the musketeers have grown up. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that was unexpected. Anyway... That happened, that album happened, and uh, good luck on your new single with Zed, Katie. <laughs> Hope it works out for Wow, you. it's
2: uh, getting a little hot in here. I'm a little, Um, I'm going to take it lowbrow again. Because <laughs> this Since is high brow. <laughs> This is truly the year that I gave up on a lot of things. I just, you know, I really do feel like I abandoned pop this year. Yeah, well, pop abandoned us. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that this Halloween, I was at a bar called Stonewall, which, you know... Where you threw the first brick. Yeah. Nobody was killed. Nobody was killed? Nobody was killed at Stonewall. Nobody was killed? Nobody was killed at Stonewall. And I saw the clown from It dancing to Party in the USA. Oh, yes. And I had a viral tweet.
1: You did. You had a hit tweet. He was... Well, they... It was... Literally... (laughs) (laughs) It was... (laughs) Pennywise the clown was getting turned and lit. Yeah, and I have to it tell you it was lit.
2: I it, it literally was lit. It, and um dancing to Britney Spears uh-huh. song was on and it played my song. Um I was very intoxicated and I have to tell you in that bathroom, yeah, I was, I was there there with it. Oh. And for like a split second I was like holy like I'm in, <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> Because fantastic makeup. Yeah, no, it looked really good. I'll retweet good. it from at Brittany Podcast. Go follow us.
1: Yeah, it's a really good Vine. Was it a Vine?
2: No, it was a tweet. Oh, because, because Vine was d- dead. Do you listen to the podcast?
1: <laughs> I have not yet <laughs> subscribed. I'm getting around <laughs> to it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was there. I remember this. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, and finally, she's Spanish. She's a baby. <laughs> Selena Gomez released It Ain't Me with Kygo.
4: She's, you know, she's Spanish and she's 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 a baby.
1: Yeah, this is the
2: year that I switched from pop to EDM.
1: Yeah, and we saw Kygo. Kids in Love. Yeah, uh, Selena did not come out for this song, but uh, no, that's she okay. Didn't. She was busy. She she's Spanish. Did Bonnie and she's do baby. it? No. Um, Bonnie came out for she did uh, stargazing or stargazing, something. Stargazing, yeah. Yeah, but it was a fun show. Yeah. Well, you know, Slay. Yeah. So. Just inspire, and hopefully, honestly, quite honestly, hopefully, Britney is inspired by her again because if she goes EDM, we we won't be mad. Oh my God!
2: So I that's been on my wish list for right? years now. Um, so go listen to that Spanish boby. Yeah, but speaking of good shows, know what else was a good show this year? <laughs> uh, no, I
1: don't. A little,
2: <laughs> a little <laughs> show called peace of Me. Oh, uh, it's still going. We so. are
1: still in the desert. Welcome back. <laughs> Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This, this is, our is our new, our new Britney. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, that that's not going to work. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney Bitch. A podcast for stans. By stans. Dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears.
2: Okay, so the year starts out with actually an incredibly <laughs> iconic moment, which I just used uh, this GIF in a thread today. You did. Um, <laughs> tits literally flew this year at the beginning of the year. Um, Cause we're back in Vegas and Brittany debuts. This is, I feel like the first year where it really is just bikinis. Yeah. Yeah. It devolves quickly. Right. So this is a onesie, like a one piece skin tight, mm-hmm. almost Invi- like it doesn't even look like there's fabric to this outfit. Yeah. But fierce. Very. And very um not uh what's the word um for clothing when it's reinforced? Layering.
1: Oh, is that <laughs> is what it's it, called? Is that what do you yeah, it's she wasn't wearing a jacket, so Yeah.
2: So she's doing work, bitch, and she does the little hand flick. She's like, you better work bitch, and her tit
1: literally flies out titney it is an incredible gif it is yeah the um the girls came out to play one did and uh (laughs) it was a good a good way to start the year i think a lucky sign yeah (laughs) and she was snatched yeah i mean so it's yeah we can't uh, you know the uh, the 16 glory of her body continues into 17 like yeah just so it's not
2: embarrassing if you Look good with your tit out. <laughs> like I feel like no one said anything because it's like you. They were like, yeah, how, how you can't laugh at that? No, we do get titney. We do, we do. But then we also get the announcement that she's canceling. So tit <laughs> flies out, and then
1: the contract gets canceled, and then she flies out of Vegas. Yep. Yeah, we. And I think, I don't know if I entirely remember because it's so clouded by announcements and cancellations, but I think at the time we were all like... Thank God. We were like, thank God, but we were like, sure it is. Like, side-eyeing the announcement. Like, there is a catch. There is definitely a catch. I think because... When they announced that it was over, I'm pretty sure Larry did an interview where he was like, we're fielding offers from other places, possibly. We're considering tours. We're considering an album. You know, the door's wide open right now. But there was like a very distinct, like, you're not actually canceling this. I mean, something's going to happen after this.
2: Yeah, I I actually thought it was going to be over, and I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Two years of Remixed, Reimagined, Still Iconic, and then let it go let
1: it go nope we're just gonna stay in the desert for well until 2019 but um i think there was definitely a sense of relief it was like thank god but then and this doesn't kick off we'll talk about in the summer we start seeing these dates pop up because nothing gets it's all messy nothing gets rolled out as it should and all of a sudden the stands are like why is Britney performing in an arena in the Philippines? Because they started listing them early. Yeah,
2: they started popping up on all these ticket, yeah, sale like websites. the like
1: the Asian Ticketmaster versions, like Ticketmaster Vietnam was like Britney live in concert. It's right. Like, Excuse me. I feel like we eventually pieced together that oh, there was oh. pieces
2: we pieced together a piece Piece of of me me. piece by piece and figured out that she was literally going to be sneaking away to the Philippines literally
1: for the first time ever.
2: And we were like, Oh, it's a summer tour. Yeah. And it also fit with the dates that were listed for Vegas. There was a wide opening Uh in the summer. Yeah. And We were like, Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) Jaden, Jaden, pack your bags. (laughs) We're going to a summer vacation.
2: (laughs) Going to the Philippines. (laughs) Jaden.
1: Yeah. So we, we get that and that's, I would say that for me, I thought that was a really nice thing. I was like happy that finally fans who were never going to go to Vegas were going to get to go see her. Right. So I was not mad at this concept. Um, and then we wouldn't find out until next year when she then does Europe that it's like, oh, they were going to keep doing different territories every year, like during the summer, basically, mm-hmm. which they frankly should have just kept doing instead of a new show. But well, get well, it was into that. good
2: because 2016 they finally let her out literally yeah they allowed her to perform elsewhere and then i mean at the time we didn't know but then she would come to new york yeah
1: eventually but yeah this was a relief at the time it was i remember everyone i don't think anyone was like oh man i wish she would stay in vegas no no
2: and and especially at that point they weren't adding anything else from glory to the show
1: no just slumber come over and make me and make me well change your mind Oh, but that was so late. That was so late. I feel like that didn't happen until 18. No, because we did. Oh, yeah. You might be right. Yeah. And Clumsy clumsy got got added. That's right. It was 18. But I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Now, finally. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. It was like two years beyond when the promo should have kicked off. Right. Which is on brand. So. (laughs) Whatever. Doing Breathe On Me videos in 2016. (laughs) Yeah. So this is brewing. We're aware of it. And at the same time. There's something else brewing on Lifetime, and it's called Britney Ever After. Okay, so
2: this is a safe space. Okay. I'm going to confess here to you all that I have not watched this movie, and I will not watch this movie, because the disrespect after... 2016 if i didn't if i didn't make the point clear in the last two episodes let me just make it again
0: first of all and second of all
2: glory was fucking phenomenal everything that she did in 2016 was phenomenal and then for you to, who whose idea was it that thought to go do a movie and mock her in 2017 was the look like uh, anyone would anyone like to explain that
1: some some lifetime exec who is no longer working there. I mean, there. it's. it like, didn't make any sense, did it? No. It didn't. And uh, I, I will say I like that at the very, at the jump, Team Brittany was like, we are not endorsing this. This is not authorized. Like, right. Not authorized, but like co-signed by any means. Like this is not, we don't jive with this. No pun intended. So from the get-go, we knew this was going to be a dumpster fire. Well, I mean. Uh, it's also- not- a lifetime special. They're not
2: known for their Oscars.
1: N- well, no. But this certainly.
2: And I'm all for a fun lifetime oh, of movie. Course. Like there's Liz there's and a, Dick, a comedicness, that's not a word. A uh, uh whatever, you know what I mean? It's funny. Uh-huh. Like haha. Their specials. <laughs> yeah.
1: This was n- no. I wouldn't know. I also did not watch it, but I watched the live oh, tweets. You didn't. I didn't. I I feel
2: like I thought you did.
1: Mm, no, I watched there's one scene, which I do recommend, because it's quite something. The media reports around when Brittany was um, divorcing Kevin was that she sent it via text. Oh. And there is, to their credit, an amazingly hysterical. She sends the text, and it's like, I want to divorce you, sad face. <laughs> it's
2: like, something to you know not what? affect... But like, that's probably what
1: it said. It probably is directly from <laughs> the source. Real. They found her LG chocolate and they were like, yeah. we can confirm. That's what she sent. I just, I wasn't going to watch. I knew they were going to touch the umbrella, the head shave. I knew they were going to do it. So I was like, I'm not endorsing this. Right. Cause it, it's like a local to telling the story of Britney Spears. It really, that
2: is the perfect way. Like, oh my vibe. god, she shaved her head and then she sings this song called Toxic. Oh mm-hmm. my god, do you guys know this song? It's called Toxic. I, like, love it so much. And it's, then, like, my favorite Britney song.
1: The lead actress, I believe, was, like, I've never, I don't know how to dance. or Like, she very clearly had no business, like, even playing this role. Not that anyone was going to right, do... Right, like, this isn't a Selena Gomez biopic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not yet. Um, so... The whole thing was like doomed from the start, and then I think it got like trash viewership, and I think it was like just completely from start to finish a shit show as it deserved. It's what she I deserves mean, it kind of is what she deserves. Oh absolutely.
2: Like, I really don't know what the concept for that was uh it was basically a not shit the concept show. the wh- who I just don't really understand who thought that
1: that was a good idea I don't know why either I don't know the timing at all i like why that would make sense. But you know, they they did that. So they tried. They tried, <laughs> they to, do tried that.
2: to do that. <sighs> we're gonna rename this podcast Brittany Ever
1: After. We should honestly reclaim it. <laughs> what
2: she should have did. <laughs> <laughs> so that and, like, was even the looks were. I remember the promo yeah. photos and like, it's re- is it really that hard? to no to get like go get a drag queen to recreate honestly it the was outfits very, for you like, like i've seen drag queens yeah pull looks that are identical to stuff that britney has worn yeah your lifetime you couldn't hire someone to make an outfit that actually looks like something that britney wore mm-hmm. in that performance like even the promo photo that was supposed to be the piece of me yeah music video thing yeah which is we all know she loves a simple outfit <laughs> You couldn't even get the right color, foofy thing.
1: I don't know. The I lack can't. of attention to detail was <sighs> astounding. The level of unprofessionalism. It was just, I couldn't. And I don't think any of us did, actually. I don't no. think anyone watched. I think some people did for the, to like see how badly they were going to disgrace our legend. But otherwise, I also felt like there was a vow that nobody's going to watch it to support. Well, that's a vow that I made. Yeah. We kept that promise. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a low, but a low that nobody knew and it had nothing to do with her. Everyone's going
2: to go stream it now. I know, we're going
1: to generate the highest lifetime (laughs)
2: sales. (laughs) They're going to spike. Speaking of sales spiking, I tried, I DM'd chart data. Did I tell you this? No. Oh.
1: Oh, you, to ask
2: if we impacted Glory. Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought you were kidding. (laughs) No, not
2: that I think we have any like impact, but even if, so, well. Well, okay. Well. There was more than a thousand people who listened to 2016. Exactly. I'll say that. Yeah, we don't need exact numbers, but I was like, oh, if those thousand people all listened to Glory, would that make a dent in Glory's sales? Would she outsell Bobby REXA this week? Probably, but she doesn't have to try.
1: But yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was just curious if there would be like a little blip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Just a little, like. But he wrote me back and he said that Glory usually sells five to ten copies a week.
1: Oh, my God. But that he Legend. doesn't know
2: any... He can't get the actual numbers. Oh. Oh, I don't know if it's a he, actually. But it's chart okay, data. Okay, chart data. Whoever's behind chart data. <laughs> the chart daddy behind chart data. I did inquire within. <laughs> because everyone should have streamed Glory last week. Okay, so we
1: bumped it to 15. Yeah. We did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Um, so we impacted the sales of Glory mm-hmm. with last week's episode. Lifetime TV is going to crash next week. Lifetime's about to crash. I mean... Where are we going to take these sales next? <laughs> um, on a more positive note, you know, while one network was trashing our icon, another one was celebrating her. From the from the very beginning, they started their her career with them. Basically, so mm-hmm. we're talking, of course, about Disney Queen of the Mickey Mouse Club. That's true. Um, she gets the Radio Disney Icon Award, which is difficult to get. <laughs> Not many people have that. Because the, the, the first and one. Only, isn't it the only? I'm pretty sure. I don't oh know how God. many Disney, Radio Disney icons there are in the world. If it's like a RuPaul All-Stars wall where there's just like right. one frame of Britney. Yeah, from 2017. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah mm. she really was queen of Radio Disney. She was. You and know who she, else was? Uh, Hillary Duff. Well, um, yeah. That goes without... She, if anyone's going to get it next, in all seriousness, it would be her. If she I, just did anything. Yeah. Whenever I think of Radio Disney... So,
2: I saw Hillary Duff once in concert. Oh, did you? And um, Rihanna opened for her. And I tell people this. And I'm like, not <laughs> kidding.
1: Yeah. And
2: people think that I'm making it up. And you can literally look it up. It was Tom's River Fest. Yeah. Rihanna opened for Hillary Duff, which is iconic.
1: Back, you know... Things were a little different then. And what do you
2: Watch what you say.
1: I mean... No. <laughs> uh, be- I know I was just saying that Gaga <laughs> opened for the Pussycat Dolls, and some might say that is the correct order. <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway. But it... W- but in that case, that should have been a double headlining bill. Oh,
2: right. Well... <laughs> And it was all sponsored by Radio Disney.
1: Okay, yeah. So it's,
2: I have a memory of that. And then also this song by Um Jeannie Ortega. Does, okay. Okay. The Jersey's flying out it for a It really is. And it's that one song where it's like, papoose. And it's like, Jeannie Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that one
1: <laughs> No. <laughs> it's like, Jeannie Ortega.
2: Oh, oh, do you know that? Oh,
1: this is coming back to me, actually.
2: <laughs> Get it started. Wait. <laughs> This is what I think of every time I think of the words Radio Disney. I literally am like, Jeannie Ortega. (laughs) Someone in Jersey is going to be like, I was there. (laughs) Jeannie is probably listening. Oh, she's still listed as an artist on Spotify. Um, (laughs) You know this one? Oh, this is
1: coming back. And it's like, (laughs) papoose. I need to hear that part. (laughs) Oh my God. I would it's kill such a bot. for this beat on B ten. <laughs>
2: <Dude>, no one. <laughs> Get it started. It's
1: crowded in here. Wow, you don't know this? I thought I did. Clearly, I don't. Well, it's better than anything um, on Thank You Next. She's gonna chart higher than
2: Halsey next week because yep. of
1: this. See you then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh wow! So. I mean, that goes back to your point that you made about my point of reference. What
1: was it? Um, That you have a very uh, cool and interesting perspective and frame of reference. Frame of reference. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: well, I decided to just share my frame of reference there with Radio Disney.
1: That's a great reference point.
2: Every time I think of Radio Disney, I think of Hilary Duff doing the... That's what
1: I think of. The thing with the wand. Yeah. And I hear, papoose. I'm Hilary Duff. And you're watching (laughs) Disney Channel. Yeah. A little lower next time. Wow. So yeah, she does that. Um she shows up it's with her sister. Yeah, we so get a Jamie it was win. a medley moment and then
2: Jamie was the surprise.
1: Oh, that's right. So we get some of the 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 younger princesses. It's um I believe it's Sophia Carson, Sabrina Carpenter and Haley Steinfeld. Ha- Haley Steinfeld, I- yes. I'm like, I'm weird. So weird. I really wish I let you just try out all of their names right now. As you would Britney-fy them, Haley Steinfeld, <laughs>
2: Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, it was Kelsey Sophia Carl, Carl Carson? <laughs> Sophia Carson. My yeah. font is small.
1: Okay, that's why. I th- for some reason, and I thought Jamie Sabrina.
2: Lynn. Okay, um, I have no idea who they are. Okay, well, I'm I'll tell gonna you. Si- I'm going to be honest. That's not me being shady. I really just really don't.
1: I um I do. <laughs> um, they <laughs> <laughs> Haley. She's already, like, a, like very successful and did a greatest hits medley in Indonesia and an award show, which I was flabbergasted by. She has, like, a lot of hits. She does any anonymous EDM song that you hear is probably Haley Steinfeld. I've probably heard. Yeah. She does Starving. She does... Um, Great. So that really slayed the charts. Um, no, Haley Steinfeld... Um, oh, I know this one song, Let Me
2: Go with Alessa. Yes. Alesso, not Alessa. Yeah. Oh, I know that one. Yeah.
1: And she does. uh, That's a fucking bob. I know. (gasps) Wow. I'm literally a fake fan. She also does that um, masturbation song, the um, Love Myself. Touch of My Hand. Well, when I wrote about it, we did a gallery of songs that are about self-exploration. So I got to write about Touch of My Hand. I actually, I don't mind any of the new girls. And I thought it was cute to be paying tribute. I didn't. Like it's at least it's respectful, you know. They it's, right. It's them it's doing. It's
2: safe. It's Radio Disney. We're not going to get like tits flying. That's true and, too. Like, like I didn't consider that part. And snakes and bikinis. I really was, didn't
1: consider that either. Like it was a G rated award show. They can't, yeah. They can't even really.
2: It was conservative mommy and sisters <laughs> and yeah. Children. So she
1: she probably enjoyed that. She yeah. So, um, give it up for them. Weren't they amazing? I will say that Jamie Lynn. <clears throat> served a oh, look she did for this you're
2: right um has never looked better yeah I'm sorry but she looked better than Brittany
1: wow she did well she did let's be well call it out she did yeah just saying Brittany was really giving you conservative mommy like she was really like showing up to the PTA meeting with the brownies to be like right. oh uh, an award for participation mm-hmm. okay. but it was cute that the mom was there
2: Lynn was in the audience yes. And Brittany was getting emotional when Jamie was talking. Oh, that's right. And then, um, if you watch this whole thing, there's this really funny part where she has to walk like up the stage and over these two little platform things, and all these like, stands are like grabbing at her, and she just stops for like a split second, and you just see her like be like, "Oh," and like, it's <laughs> literally like a mob of hands, and she's like, "Great!" Literally, like had to part the seas of.
1: Wow, her impact
2: Yeah, and she also gives us a very Good Morning America speech Oh, that's true It is so, <laughs> the, the GMA Insert audio Yeah It's just
4: What a pleasant surprise, my goodness I want to thank <laughs> I want to thank Radio Disney so much for giving me their first ever Icon Award. What can I say? This is such an honor! And uh, your support um, throughout my career has meant so much to me. All of my fans, as always, you're the freaking best! And uh, my two love of my lives, Jaden and Preston, my sons, you're the reason my heart beats. And I love you so much.
2: That's why when people say that that GMA thing was edited, I'm yeah, like no, like no, no. There's certain times where that <laughs> comes out, and this is one of them. GMA, Neat jumped out yeah. for the radio. Thank you guys
0: so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't her most empowering speech she's ever delivered, but no, it was not. Um,
2: but she, you know, got called an icon, which was at least the title was good.
1: It was. It's it's no Candy's Style Icon Award, but it no. is close. <laughs> no. <laughs> we get an honoring, and then she gives the love back to us, specifically the gays. Yes. A letter to all the somewhat girls. A remembrance of who we are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was killed. Nobody was killed. <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, she effectively takes first of all not everybody has this she has somebody take a picture of her writing this letter for that proof True, it is a handwritten love letter to the gays
2: it is and it, you can tell that it's her handwriting oh for sure it matches all the old stuff yeah like any of the day one yeah we
1: called in a forensic specialist and as it turns out <laughs> <laughs> confirmed we did it's not photoshopped it's not photoshopped she wasn't like Jaden. get over here yeah. write this <laughs> it's no deep fake <laughs> it's not a deep fake it's very sweet, and if I remember there was like one part that did stick out to me that was like, for years you've been telling me that I inspire you, but the truth is you inspire me, I think was one of the lines. Mm-hmm. and I was like, my heart <laughs> <laughs> it was a very sweet letter. it was, and I liked that because this was a part of a collection, yeah, it was wasn't it? for Billboard, Billboard? Pride Month, um all the artists did a little something mm-hmm. um, and hers was a, a handwritten letter, and not everyone got a handwritten letter. right. Well,
2: I mean, for her to like do that, yeah. We know she doesn't like to do a lot. So for her to sit and write a full letter. Yeah. I mean, this really kind of. That sounded sarcastic, but like it wasn't.
1: Well, she doesn't like to do a lot in terms of like promo. Right. Yeah. Like Like, extra things. Yeah. And this is already difficult for her to be like reaching out to people in any way. Exactly. So it was really sweet of her. And I think this kind of ushers in the era of like. Her really noticing the gay fans because, like, we do get this moment that's coming up next year the honoring of her as a for inventing gayness, um, effectively. So, this kind of feels like this is setting up for that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really sweet. I was touched.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this was more touching than her saying that she dedicated work bitch to us. Yeah, a term of endearment.
1: For I, I do wish she was. She wrote somewhat girls in the letter, but you know, oh, this is that would
2: be an epic letter. If there was a handwritten note that said,
1: I hope you are you appreciate all funny this. and hilarious and adorable. You somewhat girls
2: get to work, bitches.
1: <laughs> Gay rights. Gay rights. <laughs> it was just very well intentioned. So that's sweet. And so- <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. That's sweet. It's really cool. Yeah. Sometimes the Britney jumps out and I don't even realize it. Um, so she does that. She sends it into Billboard. She turns around, packs her bags, does a few more selfies in the mirror, and she hops into a plane. And we're off for the summer tour. Well, before we go all around the world with pretty Somewhat girls, girls. <laughs>
2: um, we should take you back to uh, my bedroom where I have... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which is right behind me right yeah. now. Uh, that was bad. That was a really bad transition. I thought, it wasn't
1: your smoothest? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they'll see where this is going.
2: Well, you know what? She's blunt, okay?
1: <laughs> That's for sure.
2: <laughs> I was going to say where I have my gravity blanket. Oh, your gravity blanket? That was, the, that was the really smooth transition there. <laughs> was that really bad? That was such I mean, a bad transition. I mean, funny, I thought. <laughs> Yes, we would like to, again, thank the sponsor of today's episode, Gravity Blankets, for sponsoring us <laughs> and this episode. The
1: concept of the sponsorship is basically them sponsoring us.
2: It is. And we get to get you a discount. So we've shared our experiences with Gravity Blanket. I'm really loving mine.
1: I, too, am really loving mine. It provides the deep touch that I need at night when <laughs> I... You, when you're not on grinder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The additional deep. (laughs) (laughs) You peg. Yeah. Yeah, It's great if you're alone or if you're not alone in bed, it can provide warmth for others.
2: I haven't had that experience. Right. Um, Well, yeah. That's a different podcast. Um, (laughs) It's called therapy. Um,
1: (laughs) Commitment issues. No, (laughs) Um, but you know, you what you don't have an issue committing to is your Gravity Blanket.
2: <laughs> that is true. It is. I've already committed twice today. Yeah. I took a nap.
1: Yeah. So if you go to gravityblankets.com at checkout, use our code Brittany, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y for 15% off.
2: Yes. And you can use it for the blanket, but also any of their other products.
1: That's right. So once again, that's gravityblankets.com. And if you want to feel like Sam Asgari is laying on you, then all you have to do is <laughs> get a gravity flank. Hot. Right.
2: <laughs> it comes in 300 pounds of 23-year-olds. No, they come in 15, 20, and 25.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have to buy a few, I guess, to get a Sam Asgari <laughs> experience. Yeah. <laughs> Add as many as you'd like to your checkout.
2: I thought it was crazy that this was happening. This is
1: crazy. This she's she, never been to ha- most of these places.
2: Wasn't there one place that like had to change their election day or something because of her Israel like literally. Her casual Israeli vote change. Right.
1: Yeah. Because so many people were going to this concert. Yes. Which uh, yeah. impact uh, Actually, when though, the government has to rearrange their system because of the living legend. Yeah. It really happened. Yeah. I think the number was like 54,000 people end up Holy going shit. to this thing. The numbers at pretty much a lot of these venues are super impressive, I believe. Uh, the, yes. and not. I mean, some of the smaller Asian countries are not as crazy, but like when especially festivals for like Europe next year, but also Israel here, bananas. Just so many people. I just remember seeing the pictures. The pictures are crazy. The Israel pictures are especially So, from June to July, she goes through Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, Philippines, Thailand, Hong Kong, Singapore, and Israel. So, it's a full... Wow, I love all those overseas places. Yeah. So, those are all the places that she hits, and... Do we explain that quote, by the way? I can't remember. I don't think we did, but... I don't think we... I don't even remember the origin of where it came from. It came from...
2: It was in the early days, and she said someone asked her about traveling. She said, I really love going to
1: overseas places like Canada. Canada, but I don't remember like what publication I do. I, one 5,000%. Sh- I'm sure that's true. I just don't know from where. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she goes to overseas places. And the cool thing is that obviously a lot of these fans get to see her for the first time. And she also gets to like, so for me as a K-pop stan, And and J-pop, the celebrities there, like, were all at the show, too. And there were, like, girls from Girls' Generation, all, like, Instagramming, excited from the show. And, like, it was just kind of crazy to see, like, a cultural crossover event. Right. Or, like, this wouldn't have happened in Vegas. No. So I love that. And this is why all the fans want her to tour tour and not just be in the desert forever. Because it's, like, at the end of the day, not everyone's going to make that schlep. No so it is a schlep it certainly is we would know some of us won't remember the trip back but
2: (laughs) (laughs) right but like even now i'm like i wouldn't we barely did this time i know i'm like i barely went for britney like there's no way in hell i'm going for anyone else right
1: so see you at uh the experience well Uh, i mean well i kind of want to go i do too but like maybe if domination gets rescheduled at the same time uh
2: she's getting a sloppy second so planet hollywood let's, let's yeah oh well let's give her a slight let's tug uh, that wig a little bit just a little bit but i will still stand but anyway yeah we'll just um, like throw piece of meat chips at her as she's performing <laughs> as i'm screaming and singing I'm glad that we crying. spent
1: the first half of the podcast being like that fandom rivalry is so over and we're like let's throw piece of meat chips at her <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. I'm just shading myself. But yes, I also think it's like I would go see it. And I but there has to be some element of hilarity in it because she did do interviews where she was like, that's for people who have been past their prime. I'm not really in Vegas. It's like, oh. she was past her prime.
2: It's <laughs> like literally after bionic flops. right?
1: It was just,
2: and I say that as someone who literally has like bionic on my desk
1: over there anyway. You, yes, you do. That'll be a separate episode. It will be anyway. So we'll maybe see you in the desert there. <clears throat> but what happens during these shows at some point as this inevitably happens is once she's overseas, just like it happened in circus tour, these ancient headlines come out that she's maybe lip syncing. Like, shocker. Wow. I've never heard that about her. Have right? You? No, no. This is news to me. There must have been some sort of faulty system error in their sound, surely, because she always sings live. And in fact, this is probably the weirdest thing that comes out of this whole tour. Weird, amazing. I don't know what you're going to call it. But she gets to Israel and she does a promo call with, I think, a news channel. I don't know exactly how this interviewer got this question through to her because I'm pretty sure they blackball it in most interviews. Like, I, she never gets asked about this anymore or ever. Um, but he asks about the rumor of playback in her shows. Or actually, he just says, you know, how much of it is playback. And she says...
2: How much of your show um, is... With playback, backed up with playback, how much of it is live?
4: I'm glad you're addressing this question because it's really funny. A lot of people think that I don't do live. I usually, because I'm dancing so much, um, I do have a little bit of playback, but there's a mixture of my voice and the playback. It really pisses me off because I'm busting my ass out there and singing at the same time. <laughs> Nobody ever really gives me credit for it, you know?
1: i mean our live vocals right now are pretty much the same as
2: i mean well i have to sneeze
1: (laughs) i think there's like three routes of varying scariness about this number one could be she sings live but doesn't know her mic is turned on off like is not aware the second thing could be she's just flat out lying and she knows that she's not singing live. The third most horrifying thing is she's not singing and doesn't know she's not singing. All right, that's a really <laughs> deep dive. <laughs> There's, like, if you think about any possibility of, like, what... Because her reaction is so angry in this. As a matter of fact, like, it's so crazy people think I don't sing live. She's so, like, assured that she sings live that I'm like, what's happening here? I mean, I will say during Femme Fatale Tour... I there did were feel elements. like there
2: were times where it was on. Yeah. And then also it's like with circus tour, why was her mic on when she said my pussy's hanging out? So yeah. There's like, there are there's moments, clearly a connection between the microphone and a soundboard. <clears throat> so when it's on and when it's not on is up for debate, I guess. Maybe she yeah. thinks that like there's certain parts
1: where it's supposed to kick in. Right. I, I don't, Exactly, no. I think it's entirely possible she is singing throughout the show and it's just not uh, turned up very loud because we do hear those little runs at the end when they shouldn't be because we never hear it above the sound. We just hear like little runs at the end sometimes that we're like, uh. Right. She does a little bit of at the end of Womanizer where it's like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Definitely confusing because I think the most confusing part is how um, aggressive she answers this question. As though we're stupid for even questioning it. Right. Well, and also, I'm not a live performer,
2: so I don't know the answer to this. I would disagree. You have many (laughs) fans of your live vocals on this podcast. Oh, God. Um, If you were lip syncing a song and you're performing, Mm -hmm. aren't you holding your breath by being silent? So, like, if I sat here and I was like,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: like, I'm holding my breath. Yeah. So, you can't, when you hold... the concept of lip syncing is like not when when you're holding your breath, can't breathe. Um, so doesn't she have to be like, I'm strong. Like, doesn't she have to breathe and say the words in order to like, actually, does that
1: make sense? Um, I don't, I don't, um, I get what you're saying.
2: Like she physically has to be exerting noise through her mouth. Right. While she's dancing in order to say the words and still breathe at the same time. Yeah. 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 can't.
1: Right. Right. She's definitely exerting something like you can't. Yes. So she probably is just saying the words. It's very that's her singing live. I think that's definitely possible. I just question like every time. How are you going to say that when like we get the studio version of every time for the six years in the desert? Like it's just kind of I don't know. However, then this gets weirder because she is clearly conscious that this has become a headline. And we start to get actual live moments in these shows, right? Which she sound, was triggered. She was triggered, and they sound entirely different from how she "quote unquote" sounds when she's performing. Well, yeah, because it's literally the <laughs> vocals from twenty years ago, right? They didn't
2: re-record. Every time you say that, I have to re-record it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even re- re-record. And, Maybe. and you can't really sing piece of me. Like, that's not like... No. Unless she's going to be on the mic being like, ooh, ah!
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and I live, wish she was. would be
1: iconic, but she's not... <laughs> and like, to reiterate, and I we've made this point at the very get-go, we're not asking her for live vocals necessarily, especially during the dance songs. We're not... It's not required. But it's like, because you came at us with this answer, it's like, what are, what are you saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, we're... So she gets these headlines, and one of the first things she does, because she does it more than once, is she sings happy birthday in Singapore to one of her security bodyguards. And it's like a very over the top happy birthday. He's one of my
0: favorite people. His name is Jacob. Everyone, let's sing happy birthday. <laughs> woo <laughs>
1: soul vocals with like extended runs very clearly to prove a point well good for her but it was like almost a day or two after those headlines broke like she clearly was like coming for those headlines so she's conscious of the let's criticism. tweet at her right now <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> let's get another live vocal moment we should just be like sing live <laughs> bitch <laughs> You know, the evolution of Happy Birthday, Ni, we get it like in her early days of her career and then we get it on X Factor and then we get this like full bodied soul version and uh, it just keeps going higher and higher because we're back in Vegas after the summer run and in August, this is crazy. She decides to just flat out cover Bonnie Raitt's Something to Talk About. Which was a choice. Which... That was a very pointed cover. <laughs> I mean, the lyrics very much make it clear she wanted to give him something to talk about. <laughs> the concept of the song is basically giving him something to talk about. You and I are at Stonewall. Do you remember this? And we are perched in the corner and I'm screaming, Brittany sang live. Brittany sang live. And do you remember this? I do. I remember being out. It was a bit of a blurry evening, it. but we were together when this was happening it was like two in the morning we went to stonewall a lot that we year did.
2: that was fighting for gay rights mm-hmm. and people were
1: killed come to think of it yeah we were really creating change um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just a regular old day in back at peace of me and just full-on and you know nobody really notices but she has a band during peace me there's like four guys like in the rafters every Uh night and nobody I mean she does say give it up for my band but like there's not a like a designated part where you sort of know
2: know that it's
1: a band no not like in her concerts where she would like do her fun little intros here right they just kind of blend in but like they make themselves very known I feel during this live performance and I just have five million questions like how long did you rehearse that to give the band like this, the music that you're going to do, like mm-hmm. the timing, this, it was a very Kelly Clarkson moment, a very, Oh, um, a moment a, like this, a, a moment like this, but what's her thing now? A minute and wine where she does the covers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But on her other tours, she would always pick a different song. A different song. And it she did like, every time. Yeah, <coughs> she
1: did. She did till the world ends. Till the too. world ends. Yep. Yeah. So, I uh, I wish Brittany would do that. I know. I mean, that would be the dream. Because then it just, like, makes it so unique. It does. Like, you're, what is she going to do now? Mm-hmm. And she likes doing it. I mean, You Ought to Know was obviously a highlight of Circus Tour. And this, I mean, what a treat for the people who are in the audience. They're actual live vocals. Yeah, actual live vocals. And she snapped.
4: Honestly, without the music and just the mic, it kind of feels illegal. Like, it's quiet right now. And it... It feels kind of illegal doing this with this mic in my hand right now. It feels so weird. Okay, so. I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, right? Okay? This morning I woke up and I was like, looked at the news, a lot of things going on in the world and stuff. But basically, I I looked and I was like, you know what, the press and the media my whole life, you know, there's it's really crazy because one minute, they tear you down. And it's really horrible. And the next minute, you're on top of the world, you know? But... I've never really spoke about it, you know? And uh, I'm a southern girl, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from the south, and uh, I like to keep it real, so I just wanna make sure I keep having you motherfuckers something to talk about, okay?
0: Talkin' about the world I live this Oh
1: Disagree with her, but like obviously the audio sounds radically different from the rest of the performances. Right? It's like, yeah, that's you live for real. Yeah, um, and which we kn- when we knew. We knew, of course, because it used to happen
2: with perfume. She'd be like, everyone has my <laughs> new single perfume, and then it would literally switch to whoever's vocals. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's wild. That that's really one of the biggest uh, takeaways of the year is that she did that. I don't know. A little bit of rebellion knee, a little bit of wow clapping back knee, she gave him something to talk about, damn, <clears throat> I know we should have hated
2: on her more. we really should have and told her to put if I'm dancing in peace of me, and maybe we would have pissed her off, and she would have done it, <laughs> wow, I at Britney Spears, I can't believe you're not promoting your new album in
1: peace of me a week later <laughs> she would have added it, <laughs> yeah, um fans uh just take that as a a note please stop please start bullying our fave (laughs) oh because they (laughs) haven't done that before (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah um that was a cool move and she sounded great and i hope that was like a sign of her confidence in her vocals starting to grow again because this is really when we get a lot of um, traction on the instagram with some live vocals oh it is um
2: yeah it's interesting that you pointed out that whole thing in the summer because I remember it happening, but I didn't really think anything of it in terms of it triggering the other cover. Oh yeah. But now looking back at, you know, 20 years Mm -hmm. and then hearing that and how mad she was, then it completely makes sense for like here on out. We got a pivot
1: in her attitude. Definitely. And I think that's really the point where we got covers on Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah. It pretty much started there. She snapped. She really did snap. She was like, I sing. Yeah. And I hope, frankly, I hope she- Tits flew. Tits flew. Vocals vocals flew. (laughs) I hope she's still mad, but-
2: I'm mad. I'm mad now. I don't even know why, but I'm mad for her. Right. Well,
1: next time, (laughs) (laughs) whatever show she's planning, she can just sit on a stool and sing. So as we were saying that on her Instagram, one of the things she does at the end of the year, which- just skipping ahead because it's live vocal knee again she shooks me to my core Madonna posts um, something for World AIDS Day and she out of the blue is just like guys Madonna's right like <laughs> silence equals death like out of the blue and then sings can't help falling in love Elvis Presley in a very iconic Instagram it, video it is full 360 camera work by Jaden.
2: <laughs> Honestly, literally had better camera work than the Femme Fatale
1: tour DVD. It absolutely did.
0: Why men say only fools are rushing. Hope no, but I can't help falling in love with you. Take my hand. Take my whole, whole life to, oh no, but I can't help thinking in love with you.
1: Try get the camera. <laughs> I wonder who, it has to be Sam right. or, or an assistant, I guess, but... I think Sam well, is... We can discuss that after, the true. technicals, but this one
2: specifically. <laughs> okay, I also... Oh my God, I'm a fake fan. I didn't know it was in response to Madonna.
1: Oh yeah, she... The caption is just like, guys, Madonna.
2: You're going to kill me for saying this, but we <laughs> someone who needs to log out of Instagram.
1: <laughs> oh, I would agree with you. Oh. And I'm a diehard. <laughs> I am a diehard. And... uh mama (laughs) mama's in love with an instagram and she needs to not be doing all that uh well sometimes it's good sometimes really bad in this case it was good good she did a um she always does something for it and then Brittany just randomly latched on just continuing her tireless work as an lgbt warrior and sings i love this cover i think she does like It definitely was like so sincere. Yeah. Was it warped or did we get the natural vocal? I think it was warped. I think it it was warped. Yeah. And then we quickly uh, like, you know,
2: always everyone pitches it down. Get get to work, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lower the um, pitch and uh, get to work pitch. Didn't she, was it like sped up? It's always a bit higher. Yeah. Yeah. So she sometimes was she makes me. her
2: videos faster. That too, yeah. So that they can fit on Instagram. <laughs> yes. I'm like, just start a YouTube channel. Right, honestly. Go do a collab with James
1: Charles. <laughs> honestly, sister sisterneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she definitely pitches them all slightly up, but obviously the detectives on Twitter will quickly get it back to its normal range. Yeah,
2: this is the year that we got a switch in the Instagram vision,
1: I would say. I think so too. I think that it became even more- Should we talk about that? Yeah, we can, because this is, as the years go on, the locals get more and more aware of her through her Instagram because it is so eccentric. Yeah. And she is either getting aware of this too or just like going deeper into her Instagram hole because it becomes more and more. Like she only goes harder well, yeah, she starts to
2: star in them yes, more. we're getting I more feel like th- I feel like it started out very Pinterest board, mm-hmm. and then she discovered how to upload a video. Mm-hmm. And it was over. And now it's,
1: yeah. Yeah. This was the dawn of Runway Knee. It is. We get... Project Runway. Who? <laughs> shaking. Yes, she invents uh, fashion with these very quick videos of her showing off her looks From her closet, which will later be recycled into the piece of me tour outfits, some of them, some of them, yeah, yeah, and uh, they're usually like a very, a brisk walk, sometimes a a quick twirl and a a tilt, a tilt, the 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 head head tilt tilt is really what ends each one, (laughs) and uh, yeah, she just keeps doing it, and she doesn't even say anything; she just kind of is like, "This is right, this is here, you go."
2: (sighs) It's. (laughs) fascinating to me because I don't understand why
1: no because this is the which not that there needs to be a why there doesn't have to be a why but it's the whole contradiction of and I was having a discussion with someone about like I was talking about the domination announcement and how she was like she's so afraid allegedly of like public speaking and things like that in some ways but in other ways she's singing and doing these things on Instagram for millions of people fearlessly seemingly like you don't have to do that right so it's like the contradiction of knee
2: well it is easier to do
1: it sure from the safety of your home
2: and like not but <laughs> in, the, in the comfort of your home <laughs> and the random rugs
1: all over your floor and the tiny um couch. the tiny couch and tiny bed that's, for the dogs
2: i'll never understand the
1: couch that's not a dog couch uh yeah it's like not yet it's too small for not a dog. a dog couch not yet a couch for Jaden. it's i don't know who sits on it
2: <laughs> like it's definitely too small for a dog yeah it looks too intricate for a doll <laughs> mm, yeah and if it was for a doll which is fine but why would it be in the gym
1: Tiny you know what i mean <laughs> like, yes
2: that's you like i'm trying to figure out like if it was in the playroom i
1: why isn't there a coffee table with like wh- wh- where does it go have, Who is it for? No. Yeah, we get, yeah, that's, the, to that point, we get, like, a lot of more views of her home in these. We do. So we're getting the, the tiny cat, tree and we're getting the Christmas tree, and the lights, like, Christmas lights are mm-hmm. in her workout room, as well as a Sailor Moon um, something or other.
2: It's very <laughs> eclectic.
1: It is eclectic, yes. Rugs all over the place. Rugs. That
2: don't. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's something else. That living room is something else. It is. It looks gigantic. It does. And her kitchen looks nice when she gets scared in one of them. Or she scares Sam, maybe. Somebody scares her in the kitchen. Yeah. I think it's Jaden. Oh, it is. Yeah. Little shit. (laughs) Jaden just causes chaos all over the place. (laughs) Um, And then, is this also the year that we get the... um, Picassoni drawing, or is that that might be twenty eighteen? I th- it might have been
2: the oh you mean the one that got auctioned that got off?
1: Auctioned Let off? Let me look. Yeah, because that's also a very important one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Britney Spears artist sells her first painting for ten thousand dollars. She got a write up in Vanity Fair. Not High fashion legend. That. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is the official Getty photo. Got it. Like it's. <clears throat> Yeah, so <laughs> like we said before... Oh, and this is also this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we had mentioned before we got introduced to the art room. Yes. This is the year that we get the video of her outside, very daintily painting with tits out, and we get the over-the-shoulder panoramic shot of her stunning. painting. This is stunning, yes. I need to know who did this. The, I, the, the creative the art director. Direction. Yeah,
1: there was at least several people involved in this project. There's two shots. Yes, there are. We get a over the shoulder and Mm -hmm. the swooping shot. Um, as she is very dutifully, um, painting her leaves and flowers. And there's like, is there classical music playing? I think there might be. Let's play it. Okay.
2: Um, Yeah, this is an artistic choice for sure. I'm
1: sure there were many fans who were like, "Oh my god, new single!"
2: (laughs) Like, there's so many angles that they film in, and Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't know who's better
3: than the make me video.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know who's that's probably Sean Preston in the background playing it. Who else? Who was like
2: what composer?
1: Um, Beethoven, Beethoven. Beethoven. Um,
2: I almost said Pinocchio, and I was like, "No, that's <laughs> I was like, I'm like no, all that's the greats." A... <laughs> I'm like, "No, that's the skinny Ludwig legend." Ludwig von basic Be- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Ludwig von Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> skinny legend.
1: Skinny legend. Pinocchio.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh wow! Isn't... Pinocchio's literally
1: like a mannequin, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he's the original doll. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, uh,
2: <laughs> so stupid.
1: You can confusing Pinocchio for a great master of music is is art, actually. That's, oh, whatever. That's beautiful.
2: Great master of music. Oh, Heidi Montag. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, yeah, I think uh, this is the time where we get, like, those kind of cheeky ironic write-ups in, like, high fashion places um, that are, like, equally... Kind of shady, but also genuinely supportive and sweet, I would say.
2: This is where I think people... Well, I looking back on earlier Britney, for people who've been day one, we've seen this Britney before. Yeah. And now we're seeing her again. I feel like this was a more casual, Mm -hmm. local Mm -hmm. on Instagram getting that funny quirky Britney that we had seen Mm -hmm. literally decades ago. Yeah. God. (gasps) Um, Well,
1: yeah, I feel like there's always more and more people learning that she's actually this.
2: And she's actually funny. Exactly. People don't understand that. I think that that
1: anyone close to me in my life who doesn't care about Britney, when they learn that that's the side of her that's mostly like who she is. Yeah. And the sex pot is like for the stage. They're like, oh, like this is okay. Like that's why you're in it for the personality, too. Right. There is that whole side of her. And so I think this is great for like getting these new people into her life and invested into her career because it's like she's not the sex robot that you can maybe paint her as from afar. Right. She is, in fact, a painter. <laughs> she's got the brush. She's an artist. She's an artist. She's a mother. She she's is your friend.
2: friend. She is Britney Jean. Jean. um No, but it's true. I feel like there's an ironic humor to totally all of it and we also get a lot of the hypocritical knee in that one thing because she's got her tits out and she <laughs> knows they're out and they look so good and she's snatched and she's
1: just like you know daintily yeah i mean that's just always going to be the theme of instagram it's like conservative mommy knee conservative mommy knee and then tits out like every alternating post i mean those especially when we get into 2018 some of those backyard shoots. And it's oh. just like crop top and nothing with the the local wedding photographer taking uh, those. Literally <laughs> the year of the local. <laughs> yeah. But at this point, we just have the end run of Piece of Me, allegedly. And then the summer tour. And then the end of the summer, there's rumblings of European dates already. Yeah, And in my opinion... the possibility of it yeah. opened up. In my opinion, this was going to go on for at least three or four more years where you would do asia europe latin america like you could do all of the markets every summer and like have a really successful world tour that's like spread out and easy i mean i it wouldn't you we wouldn't really
2: thought it was gonna go on
1: that long yeah i thought they were gonna do more markets like i definitely wow. definitely like come on brazil rt if you're listening i'm shocked she didn't do brazil mexico like all of these places that she has really intense fandoms like that Seemed like a no brainer to me. Yeah, but it she almost hit almost everywhere where she hasn't normally gone, which is kind of cool. That's true. Still missing you in Antarctica. What um, <laughs> <laughs> <one> day? <laughs> the, penguins the penguins are quaking are... <laughs> to make me. They're like break the
2: ice. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not any ice left. <laughs> God, God, Brad so
1: sensitive. Literally bro. hot as ice. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, Uh, one day piece of me Antarctica the final exclusive run (laughs) (laughs) and we'll be there
2: (laughs) so insensitive those poor polar bears
1: yeah but this kind of I guess takes us to the end and uh yeah do we end off with a new year's moment well and that was the weird thing about
2: this moment so she announces that it's literally ending on the last day of the year. And then it's announced that she's going to do Rock and New Year's. Yeah. That they're pre-taping from the stage, which I guess was cool to have a relevant moment. That's, yeah. I feel like that's the biggest New Year's show. I mean, I don't know. Oh I don't yeah. Usually, I don't usually watch. I think so.
1: I think Rock and Eve is, is considered. Big. At least it's the most music heavy, right? Yeah. So it was a good look for her. Would I have, chosen different songs possibly but like what were else oh you don't you- like toxic <laughs> at the same time actually I wouldn't have because no, everyone's drunk on New Year's they just want to hear toxic yeah
2: they did a song for the gays and they did a song for the locals they did and they everyone came together everyone can have fun Yeah, we can unite at the end of the year you're right you're right um, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> new year new me new it's like me. no you're still a bitch still. <laughs>
1: We're not talking about Christina right now. I'm talking about myself. (laughs) Yeah. So we get, in my memory of them, they were polished performances. I think Toxic was like fairly snatched too. It was. She was completely snatched. Yeah.
2: And they were filmed well, which is all we, I
1: mean, it really does make such a difference. It does. I mean, those overhead visuals, we didn't talk about this, but she also gets into posting footage of Piece of Me on her Instagram in the most unflattering way it's like oh. some eagle-eyed camera shot on a iphone 4 and it's literally high school oh, not high, high school recital footage recital i was gonna say musical and it then I was gonna get it dragged for it flattens out the show so incredibly much i didn't even know it was possible because when you're sitting there there's a million things happening but from above looking at her scalp mm-hmm. it's like it looks so dull it is a security camera It's crazy. I just. Is what it feels like. It does feel like a security cam footage. It's very high school recital. I have no idea. And she loved posting like that. At at a certain point, she posted like half the show. Yeah. Different.
2: Speaking of those. Mm -hmm. Video, horrible. But the audio was the studio tracks from the tour. In, like, crystal Oh, clear. my God. You're right. Yeah. And so, I know this because I used the Breathe On Me one for one of the 2016
1: episodes. You're and right. I was like, this is the studio mix. Whoever. Well, clearly it must come from the soundboard. Like, that footage, too. So, like, right. she got it from whoever does the soundboard. And whoever you are, if you're listening to this podcast. Leak it. Leak it. Because we're never going to get that again. Like, unless they recycle the show, which you never know. But... There was like an intention for a DVD at some point, I believe. Um, but I don't even know if it necessarily needs a DVD because we got the
2: Apple Music Festival. Exactly. So at that point in time, and then we'd also had like iHeart and like, and everyone has all the shows on YouTube. Like, yeah. it's just a thing now that people record oh, yeah. shows. But to have those mixes on a Spotify playlist <sighs> or something. Mm-hmm. I don't... It's like you already have them done and they're already mixed and edited. So what does it cost you to put them on an album, slap the Britney Piece of Me logo as the cover and just let the fans listen to it? Like Madonna has all those mm-hmm. live... Um, Hillary Duff has one live from the
1: Gibson Amphitheater. It's so good. Um, There really is like no excuse except for... Laziness. The only thing I'll give them a pass for is if there is an exclusive contract with planet hollywood where like that'll never happen for any show like it's not like gwen's put out or j-lo or anyone's i don't think backstreet has oh it's very possible that they're like you're not going to market something exclusive to this property and now that i'm thinking about it it would kind of make sense right but then once the show's over though yeah and it's it's like possible you're not making any ticket sales like yeah why is it it could just be like anything that you perform in this show is exclusive property of planet Hollywood. And who knows what these, these corporate locals, corporate locals, but I have to imagine, especially with our whole, like, is she allowed to perform elsewhere for like the first half of piece of me? It was like, I think for the first three years, there might've been like a stipulation. I get it. Mm -hmm.
2: But after announcing that it's ending, it's like, just put it out. I feel that. Especially now. I know. And if we, I mean, talking about promoting domination.
1: Oh, should we promote domination?
2: No. Well, <laughs> I mean, they could have done a full album of all tour mixes. Yeah. And then a new single or something to promote it.
1: Yeah. It just, it feels so obvious and yet doesn't happen. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get something out of whatever becomes of this next show, whatever that is. I think it's over. Well,. We're going to have to discuss that
2: in, well, it'll be next episode, right? Well. Yeah. I guess Next year is the the final year.
1: The final year for now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so, but we didn't say that. We'll have to discuss that. It might be the end of Domination, but not this podcast.
2: Well, (laughs) (laughs) we're closing the books on 20 years, but. That's true. Wow, yeah, I feel like this year was like,, eh. yeah,
1: it was kind of like, well, um, I mean, if we have to pick a do we have to pick a knee? we should pick a knee. I was gonna say that this year to me is about I'm gonna go with global knee, oh, because I think what we got in two thousand sixteen was then gifted to the world, specifically Asia, but I like that. I think they took her out into the world and everyone else got to experience what we've been seeing for 5 million years and great for them. I, I mean, and I mean that sincerely, like it's so nice that so many people got to see her that never would have otherwise. Right. So it was almost like we were politely sitting around, like allowing others to bask in the glory of the spirit. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to say, Oh, Pinocchio
2: you're a liar Um, I'm gonna say I don't know (laughs) me because I kind of felt like this year was where I mean we all know how I felt in 2016 and I felt like there was a window of opportunity there that I saw and I think they blew it Mm. to take it higher yeah Mm -hmm. and I don't think it was her like I, I felt like there was an opportunity for them to really, I don't know. So maybe, I get it. and maybe also my disinterest. I started to lose interest in like pop music. I think this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, this was a it's bit of kind an of existential like, crisis. Me. Yeah, it sort of has like not really. It's sort of my shift in interests mm-hmm. definitely happened this year too, and so I was kind of like, why did they let Glory just trail off? They didn't do a third single. I mean, because that's where we would have gotten the third single would have mm-hmm. been like early twenty seventeen. Yeah. After the, you know, summer party was hot all through the fall, mm-hmm. then it, they just let it fall off. Yeah. And to me, it felt like they were wrapping up this world tour for her to be done. So I felt like it kind of had an, it felt like, um, tying everything up and putting a nice little bow on top, yeah. which is what I thought was happening at circus tour. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said, I thought she was retiring. Yeah. When they announced that it was going around the world, I was like, Oh fuck, she's done. Yeah. She's going to retire. They're going to give it one last go. And then she's going to be done. So I think my mindset was that something was it was like coming
1: to a final bow. Got it. Oh wow. Yeah. I think I felt like they had just struck gold in this idea of taking it on the road. So I felt like she had only just begun having her fun. Oh. Um, I because you think about milking the market, it's like okay, well, this worked really well here. Why wouldn't they go elsewhere? True. So I just kind of. But yeah, I. I yeah. Think, no, I thought it was retirement tour. Well. You know, one, was st- one of these years you're going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, could be this one. It currently yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm still so mad that they just let Glory flop. Well, I don't think they knew what to do with it. Well, I, I honestly put the blame on the La Chapelle Britney clash. I oh. think I just think everything changed because of it. Right. If you lead with a bad foot, it just kind of it fucked up everything. Gotcha. At the end of the day, that's her. That was her calling the shot. You know, when we talk about... Well, Party did well, though. uh, Well, I don't know the term, like, the barometer for well. Right. And
2: maybe that's the other thing, too, with this year, is I feel like the barometer for all of that now is gone. For Pop, it's extremely
1: limited, like...
2: There's no anything anymore. And I feel like they are so dated in how they treat her... And they just ran out of ideas, whereas they could have done something. I mean, I don't know. I Maybe we need a whole episode where we go into, like, ideas and stuff. But, like, I had a... They could have taken her around the world and done an intimate show mm-hmm. and promoted Glory and done, like, a small venue. Yeah. Smaller
1: performances. Promote the album. It's hard I because it's, like, when you do get that kind of insane number in Israel, that kind of literally country-stopping audience, I can see why in their eyes they only wanted to like do these massive festivals and things like that the next year. But I also, I mean, this is the difference between like advancing the artistry versus cashing in on nostalgia to be quite frank. Yeah. You can go the, I will call it the easier route of just like, it's the girl who does baby one more time. Or you go the route of like, well, her new album's out and she is a viable artist still. And she could do really cool, interesting music still it's a lot easier to be like, Hey, remember that song you loved? Bachelorette parties. That's, I mean, that's to me, like what I see is like, right. It's a much more uphill battle to try something new, try something new, take Um, a risk, take a chance, uh, make a change. Oh, and break a knee. But I, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) um, uh, wow. But I think, but look at the girls who are of around her time. Look at, I mean, you know, Gaga's in Vegas. Katie is being problematic on Instagram and canceled. I don't really see, I already see the new youth looking at them as like over, over in different ways. Like obviously Gaga's doing just fine. She's about to be potential Oscar winner and whatever. But like,
2: but I also feel like this is a shift in media where now, like what is the scale of being successful and what's not? Because there's, you can yeah. have a residency that's just five shows in Vegas and they call it a residency.
1: Right. And I also just think like the climate is so, so hip hop and rap oriented now, as in that's what's dominating culture, that this kind of pure popness is just not it right now. Huh. A pop song, like a really bubbly one, like I can't think of the last time that's actually happened in the last few years, really. I mean, Bobby Rexa had a smash because it was a Florida Georgia line country song. Mm -hmm. Like these girls are weaving through these genres that are doing good sales like country and hip hop. Because those are still making money and moving the culture. But pop is like not it right now by any means. I don't know. We're definitely in like a super hip hop driven time. Because I mean just looking at the charts every week. The top 10 of the albums for the past year has almost exclusively been... Rap, hip hop, Cardi, of course, and then soundtracks for the locals who love their movies and things like that. But, you know, Ariana will probably go number one for a week and then sink. Like it's those things where it's like explosive success and then drop. It's just like... Well, I also think
2: that the way that people consume content now mm-hmm. is like there's so many people that I know who have absolutely no idea what's going on with social media because they're so they don't give a shit so they listen to what's on the radio Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of stuff is driven by streaming and digital and whatever And there's a lot of people out there who love pop music and love music and whatever and they just are not on Twitter all day and they're not on Instagram all day and they're not on Facebook it's like this weird Mm -hmm. digital world that's driving
1: music yeah well I feel not, like we talked about it's how weird. it's fractured like yeah it, it's so fractured because I think I think pop is perceived as corny by the youth I think the closest you get is like even Troy Sivan but all that is sort of like down tempo it's nothing is too earnestly Carly Rae like nothing is really that right that's true which is which
2: is fine but then I also wonder to and maybe this is kind of how I felt and in 2017, it's sh- certainly how I feel now. How do you take someone who has a legendary status mm-hmm. and obviously isn't going to fit in with this new generation? Yeah. Like, I think about Madonna. Mm-hmm. It's like... Totally. She kind of always goes number one, no matter what. Yeah. What can you do with someone who has so much legacy and history and still make them act... Keep them active and give them a show or some kind of... Some sort of something... There needs to be a new innovative yeah. way of entertainment or venue or show type or some sort of experience that's like next for people. I yeah. don't know. I mean it's kind I of I think there's an Vegas window of opportunity right now for right, these but,
1: girls, but it's limited because it is in a Vegas and a lot of people are not gonna spend their money to do that. And I agree with you. Well
2: they're changing that though too now <laughs> because with Britney, when they announced her, it was two years. Yeah. Now they announce someone that's a residency. It's five shows. True. And they just call it a residency because that is, they think that's hot. Yeah. And that's going to die out eventually. For sure. Absolutely. So I'm very curious what will be. Yeah, it's true.
1: I just think, you know, when I have ideas. Oh, for um, Brittany. Oh, well I've got a million, but yeah, maybe that'll be its own episode.
2: It literally needs to be. Well, yeah, I think we should do an episode actually.
1: We should, but I think, her example versus madonna is that i mean at times madonna in later years has like definitely like hard candy sort of leaned in on mainstream sound but the reinvention thing is real like she stays interesting because it has always been different true it has always evolved with the times and like unless britney keeps evolving it's going to just be this frozen in time act that becomes more and more glaringly like nostalgia act which is what i don't want like i don't want when i joke well not jokingly i'm like enough with the slave snake and things like that it's because it's like i know they're iconic but i want her to have new iconic things like ray of light became iconic for madonna hung up at age in her 40s or maybe 50s at that time that whole era even the imagery is iconic that tour the tour all of it she didn't at age whatever she was in 2005 put on fucking you know her iconic iconography from the early years of like the the wedding dress and yeah she wasn't everything. a legacy act no, she changed she, it and she has always said like I don't repeat myself I'm not looking back and so sometimes it makes me wince when we really harp on these like five or six iconic specific performances over and over and over again and I'm like but give her new things she's in her 30s she's not Over, like she doesn't have to be over. Rather, when you have a legend like Cher, Madonna, or Janet, when it's like they they came up with new Janet too, like discipline and all these things were like older pop stars were like coming up with new things, not just looking back. Right. And so I'm. This is kind of the point where she, her, she has to decide, and her team, do I want to push uphill that, that because it is uphill to come up with new concepts, new everything, or I can lean on nostalgia with like cool remixes. That, that is where I think she's at. Is like, yeah, it's that decision of being a Vegas entertainer in the negative sense of that corny sense or, because I don't deny that she revolutionized the scene. That's awesome. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, like the little monsters are not going to take that away from us. But at what point does it become tacky? for lack of a better word at what point is this like i think it's tacky now yeah i'm sorry i'm gonna say it but like exactly all these
2: new girls announcing vegas stuff i'm like this isn't now it's not innovative and new and Mm -hmm. especially in vegas i know with clubs don't last that long like they were constantly replacing and coming out with new things i'm really interested to see this new place that cardi's doing not sponsored right but they are apparently coming out with a whole new the build of the venue is supposed to be a new type of experience um, that you can go and, and experience these DJs in.
1: I'm curious to see what it looks like. Just, you know, I mean, if anyone's going to kind of reinvent the wheel right now with like what Vegas looks like, it'll probably be Cardi cause yeah. all eyes are on her right Above now. Above and
2: beyond's doing it too. I kind of want to <sighs> go and Cascades doing it. Oh, well I definitely want to so go. So I'm like, I want to bucket list. See, Cascade. Um, but yeah, I do think there has to be
1: something. That she can do next to change it they're they're you know the sky's the limit on one hand like it just the passion and the drive to advance her is a lot more work than to dangle very familiar things. well just ask her if she can sing live again piss her <laughs> off and <laughs> honestly she'll, piss her she'll off she'll be ready i would love her to well i think that's like the biggest uh elephant in the room currently is like i would love her to be hungry I don't want to feel like I'm being forcing her to go to Domination. None of us felt good about that, really, that announcement. No. And it, for the most part, I can't speak for everyone, but I have nostalgia for the 2003 moment where she was really cocky about her charts and sales and she was the number one, like, she was, like, main pop girl mode. A little bit of that would be delicious because I'm tired of feeling like they need to make her do a thing. Can she be excited about something? Can she be... She needs someone to come up with a new idea for her yeah, that gets her excited. she needs to get fired up. She does.
2: Something that's different.
1: <sighs> Something that's different. Something cool and interesting and kind of different.
2: Well, I feel like maybe we should sit and ponder some of those cool and different and interesting ideas. I
1: definitely agree with you. And who knows, maybe that would be its own episode. Mm.
2: If you would like to hear that... <laughs> Well, because I think we should do one where uh, that's the one thing is people are very nervous that we're over, right? We are Just not like canceled. domination. We are not, <laughs> we're not ending. No, but, yeah,
1: we should like uh, debunk that rumor, like Apple Pie. We are, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, apple Pie is not a single, apple and, pie we, are a song, and we are not finishing after next week. Done. So, yeah, I feel like we we have some ideas, but if you would like for us come up with. Something for Brittany. Leave us paint easel emojis. Oh, we could do that since that's fitting for this
1: episode. Yeah. Either the paint... As artists. Is it? Is there an, an easel? Little, no, it's a little paint... The um, little paint um, um, little f- palette. little
2: little flap thing that you put wood.
1: I think palette, right? Isn't it palette? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Send us some painter emojis. Because mm-hmm,
2: then we'll know that you listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that actually... Talking about like, getting excited that excites me. Yeah. I may or may not have already started making my own mixes. I'm just saying Oh my like, god, she had ideas the other night. Well, anyway, did I say a knee for this year? Oh yeah. I, said, I don't this? know knee. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so high level because we didn't see domination coming. No. Um, I will say that this was a successful year for, um, the world <laughs> like for, was. for other people to experience her. I don't think it was the most active or exciting necessarily for no. us, but I think um, there were a lot of really good press headlines that we got that were wins for us. It for was her. So it was one of those moments where it was like, we set her free in the world. It was,
2: I felt exactly in 2017. I felt exactly like I did, after the first North American leg of circus tour. Yeah. I was like, okay, now the world gets to experience mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. and she's over and I'm f- fine because I've seen her and I was front row <laughs> and I'm happy. Yeah. And I can let this ship sail. To so love, I was,
1: You have to let her go tour.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but like actually though, so I was, I'm, I know it was critical, but I was still happy that she was, yeah, you know. Oh
1: well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I guess we'll um, have to... You've made it this far. You've made it this far. We've made it this far. <laughs> Impossibly, almost. Um,
2: 19, 19 years of the legend so 19 far. 19 years. 19 years, but somehow 22 <laughs> episodes. That's the one thing I don't
1: understand. Well, we had some emergencies and we had right. some supersized moments. And
2: oh, oh, that's okay. That that makes sense. Yeah. I was like looking back and I was like, wait a minute. And we the had concept some specials for this The holiday... Yeah, yeah. Oh, which by the way, if you have not listened to that Thanksgiving special, because not a lot of you have, it's the lowest performing episode. <laughs> it is though, but it's evergreen. I. It was kind of funny to me because it has nothing really to do with Brittany. No, some it of it does. <laughs> yeah. But someone quoted the Cock Destroyers. Oh yeah, in tweets at me, and I was like, I'm so glad that we exposed so many people to them. In that is
1: our greatest gift we could have given. It you.
2: really is. So if you hear us saying. A day of rest, but not not for May. May. You'll have to listen to the Thanksgiving episode to know where that came from, because it's a reference that we reference a lot. (laughs) We sure do. (laughs) Speaking of that episode, also Gemma Collins. We talked about her in that episode.
1: Oh, that's right. One
2: of my facts I was going to say in the beginning of this was that this is the year Gemma fell off the stage.
1: Oh, yeah. One of the times, really. She falls. (laughs) (laughs) She fell right through that stage. She sure did. Right through that hole. Trooper, though. She got right back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. uh, Okay. I'm going to stop talking. Yeah. We'll bring you to the final year of our 20 year run. Yes. Wow. Maybe we'll even field a few questions from the audience of 12 gays. Oh, I think we should.
2: That's right. If you go to our Instagram at Brittany podcast, there is a post from like,
1: Uh, the first post three months ago. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we weren't expecting the Domination cancellation. So yeah, the QA and was supposed to come sooner. But it's still happening. So there's a post with question marks on it. Yeah. You know, like questions. Yeah. The concept there. And um, you
1: can leave us questions there. We will be addressing. Answering. Questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> Drags. <laughs> Drags. Moomos. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for... Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gifford.
2: <laughs> no, I was I guess we'll see you soon. See you soon. <laughs>